Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Another West of Vancouver Magazine podcast. And um, I'm so excited. Today's guest, he's got kind of a double secret life thing going on. But of course, he actually is um, head of style brands, style wines, spirits, and beers. We're going to be talking all things bubbly and all things summer. And we're even going to let you in on a little thing we did recently, which was a virtual wine tasting. Please, everybody, welcome today to Carmen D'Onofrio of Style Brands. Welcome, Carmen. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks for having me. Well, listen, you're kind of famous in your own right here. Anybody who's a football slash soccer fan like myself, we have ourselves a Whitecaps star on our hands. You also played with the 86ers. So you have this amazing sports background. You're into Italian wines. I'm going to guess that the Italian in you is still alive and kicking in many ways. Um, Tell us now a little bit about yourself and how you came from being a sports star into the wine business. Well, I I was um, play I played soccer at a young age when I started. I was uh, five years old and and um, played on you know the various uh, um, BC select teams and and youth national teams. And I was fortunate enough to get drafted by the '86ers at that time when I was 16. And and uh, I played and trained with them and and uh, then went away to to university at Stanford University and played varsity soccer for four years, and then came back and played on the uh, Canadian Olympic team. Uh, was qualifying for the Atlanta 1996 games. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, and um, and then uh, from there I played uh, indoor soccer and outdoor soccer for for six years, until uh, my body couldn't hold up anymore, and uh, uh, I had a problem with my left knee, and and uh, I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't train or or play you know at the same level on a consistent basis. So it was just kind of time for me to to look at my next life, and uh, my dad who started uh, our wine agency. He um, unfortunately had become ill with cancer, with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So it was time for me to, you know, reset and uh, take care of the family and take care of business and and move on to my next chapter of life. Well, I think you picked a, a pretty good second career. I'm partial though because I am a wine lover. I think many of my audience is as well. So we're going to be talking about some really great stuff. And now you, of course, are a partner at Style Brands. And everybody who knows anything about um, liquor and importing and distributing of stuff, there's always a representative for several brands. And this is kind of how it works. So your company reps um, wines, spirits, beers, and refreshments. You've, you've got all of Western Canada, and the style name, of course, goes even beyond that, if I dare venture, because um, we, we know who you are. We know who you are. How fun is it to do something like this? It's a big task, but um, tell us about Style Brands. Well, Style Brands is a family-owned agency. We started in 1991, and, and um you know, our first orders arrived in 1992, and and from there we just continued to grow. We started off with with wines, obviously Italian wines, and and my dad was always always uh, looking for products that over delivered for for the price. And he was a smart man. He always said, "Let's find what women want." And we were the first <laughs> we were the first importers of Prosecco back in 1992, like <laughs> when nobody knew what it was and nobody wanted to taste it. Nobody. But you know, over time, um, it uh, it became a, a brand or a, a, you know a, an iconic wine in, in its own right, and uh, yeah, we just continue to grow and we continue to evolve our portfolio. And you know, the, the best the best part about this 
this job, this business, this this industry is, is people. The relationships that you form, the wow. people that you meet, you know, it, it, it's special, and uh, and um, you know, you, you cherish it because uh, because I don't think a lot of industries are like this. No, I agree with you. I think you've got a really, I mean, anytime I've ever made uh, met a winemaker or even a vineyard owner, that relationship right there is very um, special. And they attach to the earth and the soil. And there's all this kind of spiritualness that goes into producing a product. We, we look around BC. And of course, you know, the French have sort of the corner on their wine and the Italians have their corners on this wine. And BC as a winemaking um province or even Canada as a winemaking country as I was you know we're, we're, we're a big country but we're, we're small on the the grander stage here but I think you'll find now even local winemakers and their owners they have that same spirituality towards the product so when you go to represent it um, I imagine you get to hear some fantastic stories along the way oh yeah you hear fantastic stories and 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 I think you 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 almost fall in love with the place and you fall in love with the people you 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 get um what I always appreciate and what I get is their authenticity they're they're real you know they're they're growing something their their passion behind the product uh, their family that's that's involved for you know at sometimes generations you know multi generations and and it's 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 special because like I said other other you know businesses or industries doesn't get that or it gets to a certain point and then it's sold and it becomes something else or more corporate or you know just a widget and and wine wine's not like that no no some of the vines I understand can be. Is it correct to say hundreds of years old? Oh, yeah. Oh, wonderful. I mean, the, the, definitely. I mean, we work with a winery called Feli San Gregorio in Campania, and they're they're one of these rising star iconic producers uh, from a region just outside of Naples, Italy. And they have vines that are over 120 years old. And wow. their vines, like, it, it, you know, they do research on these vines. For uh, I'll give you an example. One vine they always thought was, was um, Alianico. And Alianico is one of the indigenous varietals of, of Italy, especially southern Italy. The wow. ancient Greeks brought, brought that varietal to southern Italy. And the winery thought for years and years and years this product was Alianico. This wine was Alianico. They did, a, <laughs> they did an analysis and DNA of it, and in fact it was Merlot. <laughs> so it's pre phylloxera Merlot that was grown in Campania. Surprise! So, yeah, you know, it, 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 it just it boggles your mind. You're like, oh my God, this plot of land is Merlot from pre phylloxera you know, era that that is is pure in a sense. And you're like, wow, how did it survive? How there is it still go. producing? Yeah, how is it producing unbelievable wines? There you go. Now, obviously, wine is very regional-based. Champagne, as we all should know now, comes from a region of Champagne. That's why it's called that. Um, I obviously, I drink a lot of Italian whites. I, I love Pinot Grigios. You know, I'm not yep. very sophisticated, perhaps, but I do like that. And you can't beat Italian reds. So we're going to focus on Italian wines here because I'm looking at pictures of the wine-growing region right now from Italy. And, I mean, who doesn't love Italy for its food and its culture and, of course, its wine? Now, tell me, how often have you been over What's your favorite region, and what do you drink at night at the dinner oh, table? So um, I usually go to Italy pre-COVID, obviously uh, yeah, two, three exactly. times, two, three times a year. I guess that's going to be pre-COVID life. And Everything's pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. We're pretending things are getting <laughs> yeah. back to normal here. <laughs> but I would, I would go to Italy about three times a year and go visit our, you know, 
know, suppliers and, and, and you know, uh, traveled for Vienna Italy, the wine shows. And, and, you know, if I could also see my family that I've got there, some aunts and uncles and cousins. Right. But um, uh, I love it. I think it's great. I think uh, they understand how to live life, uh, food, wine, culture, art, everything is all encompassed in the one. It's it's absolutely amazing. Yes. And um, uh, regions that I love in, in, in Italy, it depends on season, but if we took the seasons out of it, I love the region of Le Marche. It's a, it's a region that people don't really know much about, but if you look at the, you know, the Renaissance period or those rolling landscapes, there's Tuscany, then in the middle there's Umbria, and then on the Adriatic coast is this smaller region called Le Marche, and it's this pristine, untouched region that's really quiet and tranquil, and, and people live amazingly well, and the, the, the sea line, the coast is, is beautiful, the beaches are beautiful, you know, the seafood's amazing, absolutely Ooh. amazing. And I just think it's got the best of both worlds without all the tourists and, and you know, uh, hustle and bustle of some of these big, bigger, major uh, tourist attraction areas. Wow. Now, you didn't tell us what bottle sits on your table for Ooh, the weekends or the I have uh, a choice, parties. If I have a choice <laughs> of, of a bottle, I love Barolo. I... I um, I just love the complexity of Barolo. I think it uh, it uh, comes at you in, in waves. There's so many different layers to the wine. Yes. And uh, you know, it could be powerful. It could be elegant. It could be it could be strong. It could be temperamental. It could be uh, you know loving. It's like a woman. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I I love I love Nebbiolo. I love Nebbiolo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's a good way to describe. I mean, wines have personality, so why not you know relate them to what you understand to be yeah. a person? You know, those things. You know, as you said, layers and, and complexities, and you know, I I think that's I love hearing this. I could talk about this all day. I'm having too much fun here. I'm, I'm way too much fun here. But uh, now you treated um, me and a select group of media people recently to the coolest thing I've ever done, and I'm not a really big zoom user these days so this was kind of my first chance but zoom we zoomed in and it was at some oh gosh as they say it's it's four o'clock somewhere but in our case here it was 10 a.m in the morning and there yeah. were these four beautiful bottles sitting in front of me that you had pre-sent and all of them were from bottega spa winery um it's it's an incredible looking bottle it just jumps out from the shelf and uh, viewers you'll be able to see some of the photos here included we'll send links and everything below as well for those of you listening you've got to see these bottles because they are are look at me look at me aren't they and they're proseccos so they're bubbly and they're they're fun and we got to sit down and do a virtual wine tasting with sandro botego himself live now is he in italy at the he time. was in Italy, yeah. He was in Veneto. He was at the winery. He was, wasn't he? Of course yes. he was. And um, yeah. he spoke with us, and we tasted these wines. So the rest of my day went really well after that, you know, drinking wine at 10 a.m. It's not the first time it's happened. But uh, tell us a little bit about um, Sandro and walk us through a little bit of how we accomplish this virtual wine tasting. Of course, this is all kind of COVID-related, but um, at the same time, um, he was in Italy. So this is a kind of a futuristic way to do a wine tasting. So let's let's start with how you pulled off the wine tasting and then let's talk a little bit about the Bottega brand and Sandro himself. So we we got the bottles to like you said uh, media in uh, across western Canada, so BC, Alberta, 
Saskatchewan, Manitoba. And the bottles, the wines that we, we, we talked about were the Bottega Poeti Prosecco and a new product, the Bottega Poeti Prosecco Rosé. And then we talked about the Bottega Gold and the Bottega Rose Gold, which are, are products that are all available um, in the market. You'll find them in stores and in restaurants and private wine shops. And um, th- these are these are Sandro's baby. He he he's he's got such a creative mind, and and he never sleeps. I literally <laughs> he doesn't sleep. And he I think doesn't he sound probably, like he sleeps. Yeah, he's he, doing he everything. Doesn't sleep. And I'm sure you could probably have got that from the podcast uh, from yeah. the from the Zoom meeting. But uh, they they were um, uh, like I said, his baby. So he created this bottle that is triple baked to create this gold. Um, uh, packaging so it's not a sleeve it's not spray painted it's actually fire baked and and the color stays on the bottle so you can't ever scratch it or you can't ever mark it up it'll always always remain the color remains and, and he had this imagination where where Prosecco needs to set itself apart Prosecco is all about fun elegance you know, um, uh, events or parties or social gatherings. So he goes, we need to have a bottle that commemorates this or or, or promotes this, uh, you know, and 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 gets people to talk about Prosecco in a way that it's meant to be. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be f- uh, exciting. It's meant to be social. It's meant to be part of life. You know, you yes. it's not you open up a sparkling wine, you drink it all the time. You drink it with with you know a meal. You drink it with. I mean, he's, he even wrote a book on on prosecco, and it's got a hundred recipes of 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 prosecco. I've got it. I can't yeah. wait to. Ch- so all the chefs out there that are listening, you did hear that correct. It is a prosecco recipe cookbook and how you can make sauces and and just it's not yeah. what to drink with prosecco it's actually how to cook with it isn't it yeah, it's pretty it's cool not, it's, <laughs> yeah it's, it's everything and this is just based on his travels and he's got uh, obviously friends uh, all over the world and throughout italy that are that are wonderful chefs and and yeah they they put together this 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 great book about prosecco and food and the culture and history of what it's about and and uh, you know I, I I think Sandro his passion his energy comes across you you, you immediately <laughs> love him you do you, you, you love his passion you love his drive you love his zeal he, it's infectious he's, I, I, he's like one of I his wine it. bottles he's he's yeah. sparkly and, and fun and he's like one of the wine bottles and then you pop the cork and off he goes and he just bubbles yeah. and he's just wonderful I really enjoyed does, listening and to him he doesn't him. stop he doesn't stop. <laughs> I mean, I remember seeing that bottle at Vien, Italy in 2000, and I want to say it was 2007. Right. And when he showed me the bottle, it was almost like a prototype. He was just kind of showing it. And I said to him, I said, Sandro, this is going to be your best-selling product. This, this product here will have its own website. Yes. And he said, do you think so? I said, yes, I guarantee it. And sure enough, it is. It's, it's, it's just had unbelievable success all over the world. Well, bubbles are definitely what we, we need to drink. I always, you know, I do always see that guy drinking the red wine by the pool. 
and more power to them. But, you know, bubbles and these bottles and being outside and patios, to me, I just set the scene as, put it this way, that's what I'm going to spend my summer doing because I'm definitely hooked on the product now that I've tasted it. And the beautiful gold, and as I said, you, you've got to see these things in real life. The photos don't do it justice, but the gold bottle, the pink bottle, you just immediately fall in love with. And I have since served it to my girlfriends and we're all like, okay, we're set. We're going to drink this for the summer. So we have a recipe books going on. We had the beautiful tour by Sandor around his whole estate there as well. Yeah. Tell us, Prosecco, as you said, uh, not new, but nope. new to us. What are we doing with Prosecco these days? Is it a trend? Are we going to see more of it during the summer months? What's your prediction for this particular Well, wine? Prosecco continues to grow, and what I think you're going to be seeing over the, the summer months is Prosecco Rosé. This is something that has been studied and has been in the works for now, oh, I want to say five-plus years. And finally, um, the Italian government and the consortium uh, have agreed on, on the regulations and, and, and the, you know, the, the process of, of how it's supposed to be produced and packaged and all that. And you're, you're going to see more and more Prosecco Rosé. I mean, it's sparkling, it's Prosecco, it's, it's Rosé, it's fun. And I, it, it's just, I think it's, it's going to be something that, that the consumer here in B.C. and Western Canada gravitates towards because it checks all the boxes off. And it tastes great. It, it tastes, does. It tastes wonderful. It does. And, uh, you know, as I said, I can't, I can't say enough of it right now because, as I said, I'm kind of hooked, and that's kind of your fault. So um, I'm going to blame this one uh, on you, Carmen, for sure. So now what, what do you say to um, people who don't like frilly pink wines here what do you see them drinking by the patio this summer well i i think uh, if we're going to say um step away from prosecco i think a trend that's been developing and it started um uh, in the industry maybe maybe a year or so ago but now you're starting to see the mainstream consumer um uh, better appreciated is lambrusco Again, it's it's a somewhat sparkling or frizzante wine, but right. not a full bone bubble like uh, Prosecco. It's deep, darker red. It's dry, and it's wonderful with charcuterie, with cheeses on its own. And it's had a, re a, a, a renaissance. It's had a revival. And everybody who tries it, they love it because it's different. And I and I see more and more people drinking Lambrusco, um, and I see that trend continuing. Wow. Now tell me, is this a myth or is this real? Oh, the size of the bubbles. Is there a size to the bubbles between your champagnes and your Proseccos and your Frizzantes? Or is this one of these wine snob kind of things that's made to make to, made to make the rest of us feel like we don't know what we're doing? No, no, it's not true. A Frizzante has less, less pressure, less atmospheric pressure. So okay. it's not a full-blown bubble. So a Frizzante would just mean, let's say, semi-sparkling or, or, or sparkling, whereas a spumante or a brute or, you know, say champagne, right. is a full bubble, right? And, and the, the, what, what's more in, uh, important or interesting is the two different methods of, of producing it. One is the traditional method where the second fermentation happens in the bottle, let's say like champagne or traditional method sparkling wine, or the Charmat method where, where, where um, it's done in, in tank where, where wow. the, the bubble is added. It, it's called the Charmat method. And, and that's where Charmat method wines are a little bit lighter, easier drinking, fresher, um, you know, more easygoing in terms of style, not as yeasty or as, as rich. 
uh, maybe is a word to use in comparison. I think the other thing about bubbles is more the consistency of the bubbles. And if they're still, you know, if, if the glass, if you recall, we had a glass there and he poured it and he left it. And then we, we did the right. tasting. And then I don't know if it was an hour or it was an hour and a half. It seemed like to go on forever, but it happened so quickly because it was so much fun. He went back <laughs> to the bubble and he showed it to us in the in in the in That's the camera, right. and it was still persistent and it was still it was still going strong. And that shows you the quality of the product. Well, I'm never one to leave much overnight and try to recoup the next day, but I think the point of opening any um, sparkling wine, champagne, Prosecco, etc., is you want to drink it there and then. This isn't a, a wine that you cork and put back in the fridge for tomorrow kind of thing. It's at its best, it's at its freshest, it's at its, its top of its game when you first uncork it. So is that right? Like drink it when you got it, right? Yeah. Drink it, enjoy it, have fun. <laughs> Don't put it yeah, away for that's what it's tomorrow. Supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, if you want to put it in your fridge and have it tomorrow as a mimosa, that's fine, but yes. drink it. You yeah. got it. You got it. <laughs> you no. you want to you wanna enjoy it. That's, no, uh, no screw caps here. No, you got no. this. This is, this is meant <laughs> for on Let's the have fun. You Let's got have fun. It. That's that's what that's what Bottega is all about. That's what Prosecco is all about. Have fun. Now, since we are focusing on the Bottega brand today, do you want to walk us through some of the the pricing for the gold and the rose gold and the the other selections that were there today? I've seen them in the liquor stores, and sure. again, they're displayed beautifully. You can't miss them. You can't yep. miss them. Go to your sparkling wine or however your store divides up your you know your your sections. I think honestly, I did think they were in the sparkling wine section, not so much the Italian section when I was last in my store here, but. Uh, walk us through the selection and how much we can expect to spend for um, a bottle or two. Sure. So they are in the sparkling wine section, and 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 the Bottega products that we have at BC liquor stores, and you know some of the private uh, wine shops as well, is uh, the Bottega Poeti Prosecco. That's that's our our best seller. That's our um, uh, brand that people recognize. It's at a price point of eighteen ninety nine. We just introduced um, in April, so a month and a half ago. Um, uh, the Bottega Poeti Prosecco Rosé, which is the new uh, product, and they were all just uh, released this spring. So that's a brand new product, and that's 19.99. And then the Gold line, we've got th- we've got three products. We've got the Bottega Gold, which is made from Glera, which Prosecco is made from, okay. and that's 31.99. Then we have the um, the Rose Gold, uh, Bottega Rose Gold, and that's 100% Pinot Noir. With skin nice. contact, and that's where you get that 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 color, that that salmon pink, uh, Provencal co- color, and that's thirty one ninety nine. And then we also have the white gold, and it's in stores. It's a stylish bottle, exact same. So we've got a gold bottle, a rose gold bottle, and a white gold bottle. And the white gold is made from one hundred percent Pinot Noir without skin contact. So it so doesn't come out white. pinkish. There you no, go. No, it comes out white. There you yes. go. Yeah, and then for fun. We've got the Petalo Moscato uh, from from Bottega at seventeen ninety nine, and typical Sandro, he called it Il Vino dell'Amore, the he wine of the love. He put the rose on it. He put yes. the rose on the front yes. of the bottle. I remember. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, and he loves that wine. He goes and he called it the wine of love because everybody that drinks it absolutely loves it, and they have a, a, a great time when they drink it. And it doesn't matter if you're. You know, eighteen, nineteen, just getting into wine, or you're, you know, you're <laughs> celebrating your fiftieth wedding anniversary. Like they love 
it. They yeah. absolutely love it. Yeah. The style behind this, and of course, uh, style brands, why would you pick anything that wasn't stylish? So I can understand <laughs> easily why you and, and Sandro and Bottega are a good match. But the, 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 the line is beautiful. It's fun to look at. It is fun to drink. It is good quality. And I mean, you, you can't get enough of this for your upcoming summer picnics as far as I am concerned. Now, last word goes to you here, Carmen. What else are you looking at? Because uh, first of all, I want to ask if you'll come back regularly. Maybe we could do every every couple of weeks. We'll have a, a drink feature segment here, sure. but I would love to do more of this with you. So consider that. But wind us up with something else that you're excited about for summer that is style brands. What are we seeing on the horizon here for the future? Well, the one thing that I, I, I like that we've we started working with, and we just launched it in April uh, of this year, is the Amalfi Spritz. So we we uh, brought into the market a prepackaged uh, spritz, so that's Prosecco with uh, Aperol splash of soda, in uh, a great four pack. It's it's with a with a glass bottle, and it's uh, readily available in BC liquor stores and private liquor stores. And the the response and feedback that we've we've gotten on the product has been amazing, and uh, it it screams all things Italian, and it's reasonably priced at fourteen ninety nine for a four pack, and people just pop it open, either drink it cold from the bottle or put it on the rocks, you know, with a splash of orange, and yum. And, and, and just yeah, yum is right, instant instant sunshine, instant instant. Uh, uh, party, picnic, relaxation. Well, picnics are, are allowed now. I mean, I, I think, again, I hope this isn't just a COVID thing, but we're, we're finally catching up. It makes me mad. Canada's been so slow to catch up the rest of the world. Seeing people sitting in the park enjoying a bottle is not an unusual thing in other parts of the world, but it sure no. is here. So we can take, you know, reasonable steps here to enjoy this at a picnic in the park. So we're not out of line saying that this time. It's time. No, <laughs> I usually get yelled no, at for no, that stuff. We're not. So. We're not. <laughs> well, that sounds like but a good I, product I'd be happy to, to join anytime you, 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 you want, Catherine. I'd be happy to... Uh, be part. This is wonderful. Well, I'm going to hold you to that. And everybody, what a delight it has been to have you again, Carmen. Thank you so much for coming. Carmen D'Onofrio, we're going to talk more soccer. We're definitely going to talk more wines and spirits as the years go on here. Thank you again so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Excellent. And everybody out there, don't forget, click on the links below. You can find out more about Bottega, style, brands, and the rest of our website by going directly to westvancouver.com. As for the podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're everywhere. As I said, log on, join into us, and please stay in touch and save me a smile.